The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, none other than Miss Jade to the max. How are you, Miss Jade? Hello, everyone. Sorry, my phone just went off. Doing, my apologies. Doing, but uh, I'm good. I'm fantastic. Was that a hate? How are you? Look? No, 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 no. It was... No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all good. All right. I'm doing well. Ain't no, ain't no hey you up. Look, let me tell you, my phone stay dry, and that's just the way I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no hey you up. It's three forty four in the afternoon. Of course I'm awake. <laughs> I've been doing well. I mean, you're the one who's been world traveling here, there, and yonder. So I mean, you know, I just been relegated here to my old boring. You know, North Carolina life, podcasting, watching wrestling, trying to sneak in some football here or there. You should change that. But then who's You gonna... should start going on tour, too, just doing the podcast from different places every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would probably get very wonky, uh, trying to lug all this equipment around to various cities and towns. But that's why we live vicariously through you on this podcast, because you travel frequent fly you got that you got your you got your numbers up for your um for, for next year i am so let me t- tell you because i was just looking at that today i think i am i got my miles in for the next status tier but i think i am oh i'm only like a few hundred dollars short so you have to get you have to fill two one bar so you have you basically have requirements that you have to meet right. and i'm pretty much almost there so I just have to spend like three hundred more dollars, okay. and I'm good. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a simple flight to somewhere close to you. Or I can be extra and just literally fly all the way to New York and then turn around and fly back the same day. Why don't you just go to San Francisco? No, I need like I'm an overachiever. Okay, <laughs> you need to do the three hundred and some. To feel accomplished? No, it's like three hundred dollars. No, it's just the dollars. I filled my mile, my oh, miles okay, bar, so you. I've got my miles. It's just the dollar amount. Okay, I got you. So the place, like I said, I'm an overachiever. Yeah, yeah, so you're gonna go all the way across the country for your three hundred dollars. Yeah, your, why not? Get your three hundred dollars worth to the max. See what I did? There. Yeah, and it's likely gonna be more than that because I'm not gonna fly six hours to sit in the main cabin. So, yeah. She fancy, y'all. Overachieving. Have you listen? I'm not trying to be funny, but having been with Delta for the last two years now and doing either Comfort Plus or First Class, I haven't sat in the main cabin in a long time, and I can only imagine how much leg room there isn't back there. Yeah, so basically, she says she ain't got no time for y'all commoners no more. <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't say that. Sound like Ric Flair in nineteen eighty five talking about uh you know Delta and American and how you know they wrecked. I did used to fly American, but I quit them. I had status with American too and so I they, sat they first or premium. And uh, you know, things happen because he's the world's champion. You know, and I got global entry, so you know, I don't have to take my shoes off or unpack my bags or you know. You ever see how on Twitter they have those polls like, Oh, if you have you know, TSA pre-check and your friends don't, are you going to stand in the regular security line with them? Hell to the no. Why would I do that? I see you on the other side. Well, if you have first class and your friends have coach, no, I'll see you when we land. That's Jay to the max, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yes. Have y'all met me? Basically, get on her level, she'll meet you on the other side of the gate. I will see you on the other side <laughs> of the gate. Lord, don't take me out. <laughs> this is Smackdown Matters. We're here to talk about all the events that took place on this week's this past week's episode. We're part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, all you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN, and you'll be subscribed to our SmackDown Matters, Rawcast, NXT Cast, WrestleCast proper, and Cast as Strong Style. We'll show up in your podcast queue each and every week. Now, iTunes was acting funny, and they did not release WrestleCast episode 301 to everybody. <gasps> the audacity and the caucasity. Yeah, so that episode is out there, but you have to listen to it on Spotify or SoundCloud where we, me and Miss Jade to the Max went through step-by-steps the go-home episode of SmackDown and our SummerSlam <laughs> review as well. But for some reason, uh, it, it, it did not play well with iTunes and Apple. Um, all the shows that How released have shown up, so I don't know what went on there. But yeah, if you feel like you missed the episode of the WrestleCast, that's where it's at. It's on Spotify. Blame Apple. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. It's in the ether. You can always go to CSPN.us and listen to it directly from the website, though, as well. So we're here to talk about this week's edition of SmackDown, where Becky Lynch came back to say that she is on top. A year and a half ago, she had to give up the Raw Women's title in a very hard moment. It was giving up her identity, but she has been working hard every day since to get back in the ring. Now we get to SummerSlam. The fans don't seem to like her bringing that up. She knows that there have been some people unhappy with her, but she is sorry for absolutely nothing. Uh, the fans pop a little bit, and Becky talks about how she needs to be prepared around here. So, uh, seven minutes later than I thought she needed to be, here comes Bianca Belair coming out there. Fans are really excited to see her. She says she isn't about to make excuses because that isn't who she is. But she wasn't cool with what happened at SummerSlam. Binky issues the challenge for tonight, but here comes Zelina Vega to interrupt. She thinks it's funny that Binky has fallen this far down and thinks that she should get a title shot. Now, Carmella comes out to say that she should face Becky Lynch tonight. She says she didn't have time to prepare at SummerSlam, didn't have her hair or her nails done. Then, here comes mm. Liv Morgan, and the crowd was very Wait, excited. so what was her excuse for all the other times she lost? <laughs> uh, she didn't have one for those other times. Uh, so here comes Liv mm. Morgan, who everybody has been waiting to see. Uh, get in the mix for this, you know, SmackDown title ch uh, chance. Um, she asked Carmella why her and Zelina should get title shots when they keep losing over and over. Carmella laughs at her for sitting and catering all the time, but Binky isn't having this. Binky's like, all three of y'all done lost your damn minds because ain't Show nobody man. getting the title shot before her. So she challenges Becky, yeah, I know that's in, but Becky gives her the nah, not tonight. And then there's a big brawl between the other four ladies. So, uh, you know what I noticed? Yes. And I'm not sure if you noticed it too. When Becky was like nine, walked out, it was like crickets from the fans. Mm-hmm. They 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 not feeling Becky Lynch no more. I think they feeling Becky Lynch. I don't think they feeling the way she was booked and and thus not feeling the way that Binky was done. I think even the most hardened Becky Lynch WWE apologist understands that, yeah, Bianca Belair got totally screwed, and there's no mm -hmm. other work around that, you know? When you see Becky Lynch, that's the first thing you think about. It's just like, oh, man, Binky got totally screwed. So, Yeah, especially if she's not going to be a fighting champion. Like, if she's not ready to fight and right. she shouldn't have a, she shouldn't have a belt right right well we thought this was going to lead to a teddy long special meaning a straight up <laughs> match play. we often have a fight with the undertaker 
But no, this actually led to a fatal four-way with elimination rules, and the winner will earn the title shot against Becky Lynch. Against the Undertaker. <laughs> so, uh, as protocols normally go, uh, Zelina Vega took the KOD brilliantly from uh, Bianca Belair to get eliminated. Liv Morgan hit the oblivion on Carmella and eliminated her. So the last two were Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan. Crowd, very much excited about this. Very much excited to see Liv Morgan in such a prominent spot. The KOD is blocked, so Binky drops her onto the turnbuckle. Then she hits the KOD and pins Liv Morgan. And Bianca Belair has earned a rematch yes. for her SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm proud of Binky as always. And in celebration, I'm gonna take a bite of this M&M. Uh, peanut or plain? Peanut. So I am not a sweets person. I don't usually eat candy and sweets, but I was in Dollar Tree yesterday because I really was craving raisinets and they didn't have any raisinets. So I had to second settle for the second option, which was M&M's. Oh my gosh. Now I know you're probably gonna be like, this is totally not what you would do with your raisinets, but microwave popcorn pop it open the bag while you smoking I said microwave some popcorn make mm-hmm. a perfect bag of microwave popcorn with no burnt open it and while it's still smoking dump your raisinets in it and shake them around so they're like melt in the popcorn so you have like chocolate raisiny popcorn the best thing ever is this like the savory and sweet combination that you're going for here? Yes. It's one of my go-tos when I go to the movies and they just make the popcorn and it's still good and warm. I'll be like, ooh, bad mm-hmm. boy, let me get some raisinets. It works much better with your microwave popcorn because you know that popcorn is real hot all the time. So, I don't eat popcorn because I had to stop eating it. I had to stop eating it when I got braces. Mm-hmm. And now I just don't eat it. One, because it gets stuck in my teeth and it's hard to get out. Right. And I got early dentist and they got to get it out. So I just avoid popcorn. It's definitely going to be hard to resist that when you go to the baseball game, though. That I mean, you know, that's part no, of the song. I don't, I don't do popcorn. You know. It's easy for me to resist. I'm not a big chip person either. Okay. So you don't do peanuts or anything when you're at the game? Just beer? I don't drink beer like that no more. So what do you um, do the baseball game? You actually watch it and take score, huh? Nachos. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, the baseball stadium here, we have like full bars. Oh. So I just get a double or something. Oh, okay. You be out there getting your Didi Janay on at the baseball game. Yes, but I actually see. But unlike Didi, though, I actually do enjoy the sport. <laughs> so I do actually pay attention to the game. Yes. Uh, I haven't been to a baseball game all summer, and I think I'm going to miss my chance. I don't know if our minor league team is going to make the playoffs or not. But next week, if they're still playing, they got like one random game when it cools down after this uh, little hurricane disturbance passes through. I might try to go out there and sit out there one evening for a couple of innings. Spend two years. You should. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things I usually It's the thing you do in the summer. You got to go to baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. I usually go in April. Or May when it's still really cool and you don't necessarily need, you know, shorts and, you know, all types of cooling devices. And then the real hot summer months, I'll be like, nah, not for me. And then in September, I like to go again once the weather kind of breaks. Yeah. I'm excited to go next week. Yeah, your team's good. Oh, we beat the Cubs ass this weekend. (laughs) It was beautiful. Um... So back to SmackDown, where Paul... Speaking of beating ass, go Binky. (laughs) Where Paul is asked where he stands by... Oh, my gosh. So Kayla Braxton runs up on him. He's like... Like, like, you have money. Yeah. Do you have anywhere else to be? She's like, no. Nope. Do you have anywhere else to be? He's like, no. Nope. So he's asked where he stands, which, of course... He says it's behind and just to the side of his tribal chief, Roman Reigns. He says now he and Reigns have some preparing to do, but Heyman, because they're going to have a big, um, you know, celebration, uh, bloodline celebration. But Paul Heyman is locked out of Roman's dressing Mm. room. 
So we take a look back at Roman defeating John Cena and then having a face-to-face with Brock Lesnar to end the show. And, of course, Paul Heyman's reactions and his cowering and everything. So we come back from the commercial, and Kayla's still there holding the mic. (laughs) Her face was, like, priceless. And this is where he asked her, did she have anywhere else to be, anybody else to harass or whatever? And she's just like, nope. Uh, the Usos open the locker room door, though, and they have some very, um, you know, interesting questions to ask Paul. Roman isn't here yet, but they ask Paul if he knew if Brock was going to be at SummerSlam. Heyman looks nervous, <clears throat> but says no. He says, why would he tear down everything the team has built up? The Usos ask why they were sent <clears throat> to the back before the bell. Heyman reminds them that it was Reigns' decision. Now, there's one more little piece of this where they asked him, well, if if you didn't know Brock was coming, Jay says something, but he says it so low, I couldn't make it out. And I, I, I couldn't make to it, it out. Like, like, I listened to it on YouTube, like, four times and just couldn't. I probably should have put it on closed caption and see if uh, if the closed caption. No, I did that, that, too, and it's it didn't pick it up didn't either. Pick it up either. Okay, yeah. So he says something that's kind of indiscernible to kind of end this little promo thing and uh yeah they leave paul still hanging they go back in the room and paul's still on the outside looking in so we got some we got weird a, got another layer added on to the uh the bloodline story here uh chad gable taking on cesaro the cross arm breaker over the ropes put cesaro in trouble but he's right back up with the super hurricane rana he applies the swing to Chad Gable, but Otis runs in for the DQ. After the match, Otis crushes Cesaro with the middle rope splash. So it looks like they're building up. They didn't have to do Cesaro like that. I don't know if they're building up the Alpha Academy or if they're building up Otis, but in between the two of those things, this is what happened. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> Cesaro right back to his upper middle card status not really. I was thinking that same thing. I said he had such an incredible feud. Well, I don't say incredible but a good feud with Seth Rollins had his WrestleMania moment and now he's back to. But what really stumped was he got his match against Roman that he had positioned himself for taken away but basically gave it well told Daniel Bryan he had to take it but he never he never fought for his time back. Unlike somebody we're going to talk about. Yeah, so unlike somebody we're going to talk about here later on in the show. Um, so we see a, a, a Bentley Continental pulling up in the back. <laughs> Everybody, because. Uh, I did not see Baron Corbin while I was in Vegas. So. <laughs> the Usos were like, you know, Roman wasn't here. So we thought, oh, it might be Roman pulling up in the Bentley GT. But no, it's Baron Corbin. Got the new suit, a new hat, mm. drives up in the Bentley Continental and says, now you can call him Happy Corbin. So Got a new shirt. Oh, man, he got new everything. So, um, yeah, so here's Baron Corbin in the arena. He's got like a slot machine themed Titantron video. It says winner and he dances to the ring where the red ropes are waiting on him. He was ready to file for bankruptcy on Monday and everything was over. Now, though, everything is back, and he looks incredible. So we see a series of videos of Corbin gambling in Vegas and making a ton of money. Corbin says, I was the mayor of Jackpot City. (laughs) Owen says, what? (laughs) He says his wife (laughs) even welcomed him back with Wagyu beef, but now he needs to talk to Big E. Corbin appreciates Big E for coming out, and Big E is glad Corbin doesn't smell bad anymore. Corbin is so happy that he <laughs> offers to buy the money in the brief bank briefcase for 20 G's. But that's a no. But Corbin just wants Big E to be happy because losing the briefcase will devastate you. Of course, he knows firsthand. <laughs> Corbin bumps up the offer to 100K, but it's still a no. Despite Big E's kids needing braces, <laughs> which Xavier was like, what are you talking about kids and braces? Where are these kids? Instead, <laughs> Big E offers to sell him half of a sandwich, a pencil, or an Arkansas Razorback plushie. Big E tells him to hit the bricks, and Corbin does so. Yeah, Baron Corbin's just out here spending money. 
Yeah, he got it. Like crazy, he's gonna be broke again. Um, you he better invest in some Bitcoin or something. Are you? Are you? Were you? He big, need to talk to Cameron Grimes. <laughs> were you a big boxing fan growing up? Uh, no, but I would watch it if my uncle or my dad okay. were watching well, there's it. There's this, there's this older gentleman who just died like maybe two or three years ago, and he's like the number one boxing lead like uh, journalist to do back in the day. His name was Burt Sugar. It's old white dude. Mm-hmm. He used to wear like these the same type of that's what baron corbin looked like he looked like burt sugar because he had basically the burt sugar uh outfit on with the 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 hat and the suit and everything i was like damn baron corbin giving props to burt sugar so that was pretty cool Uh, um i was about to say something but then i just forgot oh no continue okay so we look at edge beating seth rollins at SummerSlam. Edge uh, cuts the promo. He says he's happy with his win, even though he paid for the victory. He didn't like the place he had to go to to win, but now he is on to bigger things, and that is the Universal title. Seth Rollins isn't happy with the loss, even in a great match. He said Edge won his respect, and Rollins admires him, so maybe he should be more like Edge to get back to the Universal title. Roman Reigns arrives. Paul Heyman is still outside the door. He looks nervous. Uh, he doesn't even open the door for him. Heyman refers to him as... Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman outside the club hating, huh? Yeah. Heyman refers to him as my tribal chief twice in a row to make up for it. So Roman is looking at him like all confused. Like, what the hell are you doing out here, man? You're supposed to be on the inside. He's basically like, nigga, you ain't gonna open the door? <laughs> I gotta open it myself? Yeah, basically. And Paul was like, well, I've been locked out. But he didn't tell Roman that. He was just like, oh, oh let me make up for it. Oh, so it's got him shook. Um, so Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler took on Rick Boogs and King Nakamura. Everything breaks down. Nakamura knocks Bobby Roode to the outside, leaving Boogs to hit the pump handle slam into pin Dolph Ziggler. Uh, this week, we didn't get the the shredding and the table rocking out because Pat McAfee caught Pat Kevin. McAfee. Get well soon, buddy. Yeah, uh, fully vaccinated, uh, still came down with the, the case of the COVID. Had a really high fever for a couple of days, but he said the fever finally went away and he was getting more back to normal. So hopefully he'll be, uh, maybe in about three weeks, we'll see him back on TV. Yes, rocking out. Now, in the most disrespectful part of the evening, mm-hmm. our girl... Naomi, the glow queen herself, finally. She wanted to glow the show up. Her words. Finally comes in. This finally get to see her on SmackDown. She's finally here. The rumor, you know, she's been on SmackDown for about a month and a half, but we haven't seen her. Well, she's finally here. She comes in to see Sonya Deville, who was like, oh. I didn't All in her phone? Was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you was coming. And she was like, okay, so let me do something. And she was like, well, we ain't got nothing for you. And she was like, really? And she was like, uh, yeah. Uh, she was like, but uh, mm, I'll get with you next week. And just blows Daddy, it off. Daddy DeVille is going to make me and Mo Meltzer not like her no more. You don't treat our girl like that. Uh, a lot of people were... T- Teasing that maybe this is the way that they are going to turn Naomi heel and, and put Sonya back in the ring. Maybe not put Sonya back in the ring, but maybe have Naomi draw a little bit closer to the bloodline. That's cool too. But yes, Roman said that he would like to have her in the bloodline. This was very disrespectful. This was not. It was. It was blatant disrespect this was not Sonya Deville's greatest uh moment for black wrestling twitter and she has been had lots of moments for black wrestling twitter we have admired her. yes because we love Danny Deville and now we on the fence now her suit game and her promos and her you know getting stuff done type of attitude but yeah this this wasn't a good look you know who would have said yes Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. of course he's a yes man of course He's a people pleaser. These M&Ms are good. <laughs> Rey Mysterio thinks it's time for Dominic Mysterio to wrestle on his own, so he's gotten Dominic a singles match against, well, Rey isn't quite sure of the opponent. So the opponent turns out to be Sami Zayn, so Dominic versus Sami Zayn. Dominic blocks the Blue Thunder Bomb and, and um, 
elbows Sammy in the head a couple of times. The 619 connects, but Sammy rolls away from the frog splash. An exploder suplex into the corner rocks Dominic, and then he gets hit with the hell of a kick. And Sammy Zayn gets the win over Dominic Mysterio. Dominic in a turn, huh? Uh, after the match, Ray goes to help Dominic up, but Dominic doesn't want any parts of it and walks off, ignoring Ray's pet. Mm. Maybe he about to explore his uh, lie, cheat, and steal uh, DNA side. Dominic Guerrero. Got a nice ring to it. (laughs) Uh, The bloodline is on their way to the ring. Paul Hammond tries to hand Roman the title. Roman's like, what am I supposed to do? What am I doing with that? I don't hold my own. Like, girl, did you forget your job? (laughs) Uh, because I guess Paul didn't think he was going to come out there, so he's giving Roman the title. Roman says, Heyman is coming with him because he's family. Because Roman loves him. Because ain't he family? That's right. That's right. So here's the bloodline for the big family celebration. Roman Reigns takes his time listening to the fans booing him, so Paul Heyman says the people have the chance to acknowledge him. In addition, you may cheer for the Usos as well. Heyman says, we have seen enough of John Cena, who was beaten by Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. But that's when Finn Balor comes down to say that a lot of people are talking about the Universal title, but he was wanting to challenge for the title himself. Balor says that, you know, he hadn't forgot about John Cena stealing his title shot, and he'll deal with him later. Balor says he doesn't trust anyone around here, though, and he isn't waiting around. Instead of asking for the title shot at Extreme Rules, he wants his title shot next week on SmackDown. There's no answer no. from Roman. Uh, Finn throws the no. mic at him and then starts attacking him, all three of them, of course, to start a brawl. So, of course, they're beating Finn down three on one. And that's when the Street Profits come in to make the save. They go after Give the us, Usos. Balor hits the Coupe de Gras on Jay as an annoyed Roman Reigns and watches from the stage to end the show. And we never got an answer to Finn Balor's challenge. Two things. One, I'm going to need people to stop interrupting Roman's celebrations. And two, Usos versus Street Profits is what we've been wanting since the Usos were back. Yeah, they gave us like a Actually, match, before that. But they, but they haven't given I know, but we want a whole, we want a whole rivalry. Yes. We want the feud. Um, we want the smoke. <laughs> love, love, love Finn Balor. Like, hold up, player. You ain't finished. Just push me to the side. I ain't. I ain't gonna. Just I mean, let y'all, he's small enough. I ain't gonna just let y'all walk over me and think that I don't want this title shot with with Roman. Like, nah, I'm finna get what y'all owe me. I really like that about him. I'm glad they not having him be just to go along with the with what happened to him and be cool. I'm gonna fight my way back to the. Nah, he like nah. I, I'm I'm jumping in front of everybody. I'm finna take it. So I really like that. He said he jumped in the line. Right. Speaking of Usos, I see that their younger brother just reported to the performance center. So we're getting some more. Which one is this one? Some more. Sefa. Oh, Sefa or the Sefa. Sefa Fatu. Uh-huh. Yep. He looked just like him. Mm-hmm. More Samoans for the creep cast to drool over. <laughs> Did you watch uh, NXT this past week? I did. I got all the way to... You didn't see the end? No, I think that's the last... I I got to the commercial break right before the end, and then I finished my workout, so I just paused it. You know, I watch it while I'm working out. I I, want to spoil it. I'll watch it tonight. Don't spoil it. I'm going to watch it tonight because I still got to work out. I got to work off these M&Ms. I I just ate a box of M&Ms. Gosh. So you saw the breakout tournament. Carmelo Hayes. And- oh no, that's the match that I that I finished my workout on. Okay. So I haven't. I saw the interviews. I saw Samoa Joe come out. And Pete Dunn came out. LA you know Knight. all of that. Okay. LA Knight needs to go somewhere that's not NXT. But can I say? Because we didn't get to review NXT Takeover. Walter versus Ilya. Thank you. Dragon. Yeah. Thank you. 
that was such a good match. Like, I don't even watch NXT UK, and I was trying to cook while I was watching that match, and I just had to stop cooking because I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. It was such a good match. Yeah, it was a very good match. Very, very, very good match. Um, But uh, one of the big things that came out of NXT that I can tell you that I won't have to spoil for you is um, the Cameron Grimes Million Dollar Man stuff. Great payoff. Yes. Ted DiBiase still getting the best of Cameron Grimes, but. Gave her replica belt. (laughs) Cameron Grimes. Bang, bang, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Speaking of NXT, so Karrion Cross is officially on the main roster, correct? Uh, Yes, I would assume so. They have a new logo, new entrance, and everything. Were my eyes deceiving me, or did he have on like a Halloween mask when he? <laughs> uh, no, your eyes weren't deceiving you. Um, it looked like some bargain basement S and M type stuff. Yeah. So they basically went to the uh, what's that Halloween store that pops up every year around this time? <laughs> right. uh, they went there and got him a mask. So okay. Basically, they they took away Scarlet and the smoke and all the cool stuff and was like, "Hey, put this mask and this garb on." And uh, yeah, you know, this is cool. <laughs> sure. So basically, Adam Cole did not tell one lie <laughs> in his promo with Carrie Cross, like we said. Um, well, Ridge Holland and Timothy Thatcher had a really good match. Um, oh I don't like how they be doing the boys, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. They don't. They they had him jobbing everybody, and they are better than that. I think they about to. Uh, I think they about to get some friends, and that's going to be the war games. Those four. Okay, they need to do something because I don't like how they've been treating them this past year. Dexter Loomis and Indy set a date, September fourteenth. Yes. Uh, how did I miss the proposal? I definitely watched NXT last week. It was the when they had the mixed tag match against um, Robert Stone and Jessica Maya at the end of the match. Oh, maybe I skipped an episode then on accident. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Little Team Sunshine, Caden and Casey, they beat Jason and Gigi Dolan, and there, uh, Casey Carter is real spicy, getting up on the desk talking about she they want EO and Zoe Stark. They want a chance at them tag team titles. Uh, Gigi, Gigi and, and the other girl, Jane, they're uh, supposed to be like Jane. some burlesque pinup. Because I was just really confused at their entrance because all they kept doing was slaying their non-existent hips. And they weren't even on beat. Right. I, I guess they're supposed to advance us the story this week with Mandy Rose because they went with Mandy Rose. Uh, but apparently Mandy Rose, you know, you know, Saray, right? The Yeah. Okay. And you know that drop kick she does where yes. she lays the girl on the bottom rope and then runs and does a drop kick where apparently she did that move to Mandy Rose and broke her nose. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. So I know Mandy Rose is highly upset. Ooh, was that was that her original nose? I don't know if it was her original nose, but it probably won't be her original nose after it heals back up. Well, you get it broken. You know, I mean, I like short hair Mandy. I love short hair Mandy. Now she's got her her tracks back in. Yeah, she got regular Mandy back in. Um, Kylie Ray showed up to challenge um, Raquel Gonzalez at the end of the takeover. Uh, but Frankie Monet is like, she don't wait in line. So she's coming for the shine and the title as well. So maybe a three-way uh, maybe brewing. I don't like Taya's outfits that she wears. And maybe it's because I'm used to what she was wearing in Lucha Underground. But they aren't flattering. And I'm not one to body shame. I'm just saying her costumes are not flattering. Right. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly had a rough had a rough evening at NXT this past week. Yeah, he did. Um, Ridge, cool Kyle. Well, I hurt Kyle. Yeah, Ridge Holland beat him up on the stage when he was trying to you know get involved with the Samoa Joe, Pete Dunn, LA Knight thing. Uh, Duke Hudson then jumped on him in the back, and uh, and they had to be separated. So that should be about to about where you got to before. Um, you you have to resume. So 
I won't spoil anymore. All right, cool. Thank you. Yes. But just know that there's going to be a debut of a new wrestler. and Male or female? Male. He's not quite Samoan. I think he's New Zealand or Australian, but I think he may be worthy of the creep cast. Is he, uh, is it Tama Tonga's little brother? No, it is not Tama Tonga's little brother. Uh, speaking of Tama Tonga, just for your uh, personal pleasures, he grew the beard. Is he still married? Oh, I think he's, he's still, still married, married though, so it don't matter. But he did grow the beard back. Don't care. So he's closer to don't the Tama Tonga that you once knew. No, the Tama Tonga that I once knew was single with a beard. <laughs> this one is not. Yeah, so Zion Quinn. So look out for him on this episode and tell me what you think. Oh, let me, let me look him up right now. It's X Y. I'll let you know, quick cast ladies. It's X Y O N, and then Quinn. Wait, Z I O N Q U I N N X X Y O N. You notice this fucking oh. WWE? They got to be able to market your name. So. Oh God! Good <laughs> Lord, what is his tagline? Be X Marks <laughs> He's he's a very smart wrestler, and he watches the programming. And you'll and when, huh, okay. and when you watch this, you'll understand what I mean by he watches the programming. Oh, he's Australian. He's Six Australian. two one. Wait, what? Oh, 188 centibo. Six two. We need to start using a metric system because I don't know what 112 kilograms is. Oh, he's a 112 rugby. So that's 2.2 pounds. So, he, so he's a former pro rugby player. Also, he built, built. Mm-hmm. 31. Um, I need the personal life. He married. <laughs> so is he creep castable? Because I mean, we, I've, been having, to stop, he like, I've been having this conversation ahead. with uh, Jupiter Julep about Carmelo Hayes, right? And Carmelo Hayes is definitely creep cast And uh, and Miss Jupiter Julep, we were trying. I was trying to go back and ex, you know exalt like. Oh yeah, this one picture. This one picture, Zion Quinn. He is definitely creep cast But continue. So we've been going back um, and forth trying to get her on board with Carmelo Hayes because she's just like, well, I don't know, I don't see it, I don't know. he needs character, blah blah blah. And then basically she just came down to it as like, I don't want to have sex with him, so. He's got a lot to work on. <laughs> okay, Miss Jupiter Julep. Just break it down in that minute. So this I can quit. I see a picture of him with a blonde chick. Oh, God. <laughs> what is this I am Quinn now on his Instagram? Stalking. Yeah, so that's... Here the- we go. Zion Quinn. What a white girl at. Oh, so, so that's the new direction of NXT. NXT is going to de- uh, actually debut a, another young woman as well, Valentina Flores. Uh, she wrestled Kaylee Ray. So they're going to the the new direction is more people who've never, you know, had that much TV time that are not actually like been on the independent scene wrestling. People who have been mm-hmm. signed to the Performance Center, trained in the Performance Center, and now are ready for TV. This is kind of the direction that they went. Okay. Uh, and is that Wale doing the new theme music? Got, is that what I heard? They got a very, uh, like, in living color, like Damon Wayans, like, in living color uh, intro now with, like, all these, like, you weird. Keeney Ivory Rands. Yeah, Keeney Ivory Rands. That in living color. Remember the very first one that was, like, real colorful? With, yeah. Like, yeah, so it's sort of like that. You can do what you want to do. And, yep. uh, yeah, they got Wale rapping behind it so it looks like Hunter speaking of Wale the black folks and the women speaking of Wale and Hit Row and rap when are we, when are we gonna see Bianca Brandy in the, in, in the ring that's why you have to continue watching I know I saw a clip I just haven't gotten that far yet yes but uh yeah but I will. so we we should be getting closer to that uh based off of this uh, Soon. way NXT ended this past week Yes. Okay, good. Because that's my girl. Yes. Yeah, another. It's like when they do that, remember um, when Diddy did that bad boy right. come out and play it? That's what Hero reminds me of. They're doing a great job with this Hit Row, Legado Down Phantasma story. Every week, I love it. they add another layer. 
um, and we still, for it. and we still haven't set up the singles match between Swerve and Escobar yet because there's so much with just the team factions itself right now. So yeah, this is uh, and uh, like I said, when you get to the end of this episode, it'll be another layer added on, and it's just in more of the story to be told. So great job of NXT this past week. Uh, AEW was very lukewarm. Um, thought that they would try to put together a little bit better shows, considering they were going to have a lot of eyes on them following the return of CM Punk, and he was going to cut a promo on Dynamite and everything. But uh, it was really lower mid card heavy. So it was, yeah, I haven't watched AEW in about two weeks now. Now you gotta watch it this week though, because absolute because uh, Will Himes is wrestling uh, Brian Cage, and the main event okay. better, better, better be FTR versus Santana and Ortiz. It's coming back. Uh, my man is healed after nearly killing himself on the ring post and ripping his arm. They do they do that every week. Almost killed themselves. Yeah, but uh, my man Cash Wheeler nearly bled to death. Like a month ago, so. Oh yeah. Oh, so that was real. That was real, real. His uh, what happened was we got knocked off the. I saw it, but I thought it was just like no, because oh, we see blood every week on AEW. So I just no, his, like oh. somehow his for the meaty part of his forearm got caught in the turnbuckle loop, and when he <laughs> fell off, it ripped it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it was it was ooh. so much blood. Ooh. How did I, was that on Rampage? No, that, no, that was on Dynamite. Yeah, that was the match where they wrestled the first time, and they had to cut the match. The match. Was oh, like that's right. Seven minutes. They had to cut. Okay, the now I remember. Yeah. Because again, I was working out, so I remember. But I thought, like I said, I thought it was just like part of the the match. Okay. Nah, that was very. Oh. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, that was very. That cool. gave me the. Ooh. Yeah. Gave me the chills. Yeah. It was almost like it looked like you know he tried to cut himself like he was a cutter. It's like how did how did you even get like how did how did that part of your arm get how? open? You know, uh, did you watch NXT a couple of weeks ago when when uh, Roderick Strong issued that open challenge and Dragonoff answered, and they wrestled and Roderick Strong elbowed him and hit him in the eye and blood went everywhere. Uh, yes. It was all across. But, wait a minute. I think that was the episode I missed. Oh, yeah. Well, so Ileana Dragunov has uh, Roderick Strong in a waist lock. And Roderick Strong elbows him once. And then when he elbowed him the second time, it split him open above the eye. And blood splatters all over Roderick Strong's back. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, holy smokes. We got blood. Oh, boy. I mean, you know, I've had enough blood this weekend. Um, I was watching Fear Street on Netflix all weekend. So, <laughs> uh, thought you were going to queue up the Candy Man. Thought you were getting ready for to watch that. No, um, is that available on HBO Max? That's the only way I'm watching. I mean, it probably should be at this point. I mean, you know, since I don't think movie theaters are ever going to be like we once knew them as when we grew up. I think these kids are going to just be like, oh, I'll just rather stream it at home. That's how we watch everything else. Watch it on my phone. These poor kids don't even go outside anymore. (sighs) Yeah, they don't know about the the water jug and uh, don't come back in my house unless you're bleeding or you need the ambulance. Right. Either you in or you out. (laughs) Drinking water out the water hose, yeah. riding your bikes up and down the block. Yeah, that's why these kids, uh, that's why some people be so susceptible to COVID because they ain't never inhaled no germs from the water hose. Like Exactly. You ain't never rolled around in the dirt. You ain't drank water out the fountain. I mean, the faucet, whatever, the water hose. Yeah, sometimes you got to ingest these germs at a young age to kind of help you fight off diseases and maladies mm-hmm. that may form as an adult. They ain't never made blood pies. Like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> they they grew up with something we never had until we were like teenagers the internet I guess <laughs> Hell, even now I'll still be outside like do I need to go outside yeah from time to time I will be like you know what I need to take a stroll around and, and get some sun but I've been working out in the sun for the last year and a half so uh, you know I don't know on the weekends being in the sun is not necessarily my first go to if I like to spend a Saturday 
but you know, once it cools down in the evening time, yeah, we can sit outside around a little. That's because y'all got that southern heat with them mosquitoes, as the older people say. Yeah, heat and humidity. It ain't just the heat. If it was just the heat, it'd be intolerable. It's the humidity. We had. For the last month out here, we've had quite a bit of humidity and heat. And I got my light bill today. I ain't going to tell y'all what it was because I've been running my air. Man. In San Diego, you actually had to turn on the air conditioning? What? Let me tell you, I turn on my air. My rule is if the temperature hits 80, I'm turning on the air. And where I live, like my house, my house gets so much. I'm 10 minutes from the ocean, but... I mean, I don't get the breeze like that. Right. But I also have a lot of sunlight in my house, so it feels hotter than it really oh, is. Right, yeah, because you're... So, like, yesterday, it was only 73 outside, but it was 81 in my house. So... Yeah. Keep them blind. So, yes. So, the air went on. No, I like the sunlight. Oh, okay. And I have plants. They need sun. Oh, yes, yes. And then Lexus likes to sunbathe. So... We like natural light in here, but the trade-off is I have to turn my air on more often than I would like to. Right, right. Well, that's always the the way it works, you know. Uh, You know, being an adult isn't always peachy keen, kids. It's not just traveling in first class and and, 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 and champagne vending machines. No, I actually want to get a champagne vending machine in my house. <laughs> I need to figure out where I can get one of these. I need to call the Waldorf. I'm pretty sure the Japan can can get you that. They got vending machines for everything over there. I bet, man. Did you? Uh, what do you think about? Uh, and we'll end on this last related wrestling topic. Uh, what do you think about the Bloodline T-shirt? You, you gonna add that to the? Collection? I like it. They look like look. That is an album cover. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the album. <laughs> I'm also waiting for WWE to do their Christmas buy one, get one, because then I'm going to rack up on all my Bloodline shirts then. Right, right. I wonder if they're still selling the Nobody's Bit shirt. He hasn't worn it in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's still for sale. I'm think, sure they still have it. Just like uh, wreck, wreck Everybody and Leave is yeah. still there. I think that's a Fox thing. They didn't want that showing up on their you know, TV with little kids watching. Yeah, Fox can go jump in the lake. But you know, little kids never all of that and then some. This is true, but you know, you still got to protect the you know the ten percent of the innocent kids out there in the middle of the country whose parents you know oh, whose parents are anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. Uh, yes, yes, and still no update on the good sis Sasha Banks. So hopefully. Something comes. Oh, up. I hope our baby is okay. Yeah, to give us some some more clarity about what's been going on with her over the last uh, couple of weeks, because this has been a, a mystery. Uh, some people said if Sasha saw Sasha Banks' fault that Bianca Butler got treated that way, she would have just showed up. Don't be blaming Sasha. I know, I know, we can't blame her, but yeah, it definitely was a come down for everybody. So. Hopefully soon we'll get an update and, uh, you know, something will break and we'll hear that, you know, she's sick or she's hurt or she's pregnant. It's one of those three. So. Well, I hope she's just, you know, taking some time off. Right. After she just took time off. But, yeah. She's Sasha Banks. She can do what she want to do. (laughs) She's the blueprint. Apparently so. Apparently so. She's actually getting to that status where... You know, she's going to be out the door. She's probably going to make it to about 30 or 31, and she's going to be out the door. I don't blame her. That's going to be doing her way, no way. Anywho, At this but point I digress. Time, your shout-outs and thank yous, Miss J to the max. Shout-out to my girl, Dean. Yeah, we had a great time in Vegas. Shout-out to whoever invented the champagne vending machine as well. And if you're a patron, you can hear all about it on the dark match. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. That is all. Well, shout out to Miss J to the max for joining me once again here on SmackDown matters. Thank you for uh, adjusting your, your schedule to accommodate me. I appreciate you so much. Uh, thank you to Miss Didi Jonet for allowing us the space to record this and her 
house that she built. Uh, thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and Madam Lizette and Black Howling and Khaled Wren and uh, let's see, Quintessential R and my cousin Derek and my friends BJ and Evan and uh, let's see, Tayson for joining the WrestleCast Fantasy Football League. We had our draft on Sunday, so good luck to everyone except for Mo to the underscore Reese for the first week because that's who I'm playing. So you got to take this L so I can get my season off to a good start. But it uh, should be a lot of fun. We will keep everybody updated. Uh, more than likely, probably on uh, the Tuesday podcast, on uh, the WrestleCast and RawCast, because uh, the games will be completed by then on Tuesday. So we'll give the full rundown about who beat who and, and everything like that. Uh, thank you to Mr. Anwar Starwin as well. He's in our league, too. So it should be a lot of fun chopping it up with everybody uh, in the Fantasy League. Thank you to everybody who's been joining the Twitter spaces. There was a lot of people in the SmackDown Matters Twitter space on uh, Friday night. We greatly appreciate everybody joining us. Miss Simi uh, for helping me on the Dark Match and NXT cast. You can check out the Dark Match, as we said, on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Go to CSPN.us, click on that tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free, do some shopping with Amazon. Uh, whatever you buy from Amazon through CSPN.us uh, helps keep the podcast free. Some of your purchase comes back to the show to help keep all the episodes up and running on the network. Uh, just continue to use the hashtag Smackdown Matters each and every Friday night to share your pro wrestling commentary with color with us. And for my co-host, Miss J to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Smackdown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye, y'all. Bianca Belair, you didn't get your rematch with Becky Lynch tonight for the SmackDown Women's Championship, but you did earn one by being victorious in the Fatal 4-Way. What's your plan of attack for next time you face the man? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I wasn't happy with what happened at SummerSlam, but tonight I asked for my rematch. And I went and took it. I got my rematch. And I keep telling everyone that I am the EST of WWE. I'm the strong S, which I just showed in the ring by defeating three women. I'm the fastest. I'm the fastest rising star in WWE. And I'm the toughest because I will bounce back. And after I beat Becky Lynch and take back my SmackDown Miss Championship, I will go down in the history books as the great est.